Welcome back to Speaking Peace Podcast. Uh, my name is Ian McNaughton. Uh, Scott Conkin is here with us to do some late night thoughts. This is a kind of a part two to our Fuck Around podcast where Scott and I have been chatting for uh, nearly three hours up to this point. Yeah. Um, so we just figured we'll just start recording and maybe something will happen. Yeah, this spurred, we just want to have a discussion about the brand and we ended up getting into all kinds of topics. We started talking at like 9, 9.15 p.m. Yeah, after Time the Silver Tips game was over. I, I had to do Saturday selections, uh, the winners, and shout out to our five, six, five winners. Anyways, you did the selections. You tell me who won. Today. I did. So let me let me go count again. I'm pretty sure it's six winners, but yeah, one, two. By the way, if my audio sounds worse than our original Fuck Around pod, it's because I'm now recording with hardwood tile below me, not the uh, carpet that I was in my room in Squamish yesterday. I'm back in Burnaby, by the way. Shout out Burnaby. Yeah, there you go. Recording late late night, Saturday night. Canucks team got canceled. The Canucks are, uh, well... Ooh. They're obliterated by COVID. Let's just let's just say that. It's a sensitive topic to bring up on a Saturday night when things are going so well. Hey, I just mentioned it briefly. We can we'll talk about other things. We talked about what did we talk? We talked about how I don't like to talk. So so pretty much in the entire time that we've started talking, uh, a new hope started and finished, and now we are st- we are both watching the Empire Strikes Back on the background on Showcase. <laughs> it's so funny but it just fucking is and see that's just the essence of a pandemic right there you can't go out there's nothing you can do star wars is on that's just what you're gonna watch it's just i'm taking notes for online school right now just by the way while we're doing this podcast so yeah it's uh the other best part about this is that we haven't been or at least i haven't been drinking i can't i don't know about you and what you've been if you've drank water water Water. i had a cup of tea I we haven't even been drinking this night. We've just been chatting for three hours about bullshit. Pretty, oh, pretty yeah, pretty much. It's uh, yeah, very um, I don't know. I think honestly, we probably just needed to have a good chat. We've it's been way too long. We just haven't seen each other much. And for those of you that know us well, Ian and I have been best friends since probably like grade ten, grade nine, grade ten, great. somewhere that range. Probably yeah, well, grade yeah, grade four, back yeah. But I think well. Both I think- I'm gonna say people like actually like knew Ian and Scott like grade ten. Like I think that was when like we yeah we were yeah. finding our peaks. Exactly, and that people yeah. So I, again, you know, with COVID, I haven't seen Ian since last October before my birthday. So it's been it's been a long time. You know, um, so basically we probably shouldn't have, but we did anyways. We hung out. We watched the Seahawks game on the Sunday of Canadian Thanksgiving. And do you remember how that game ended? I do remember with a uh, last second touchdown win. I still have the video of you selling like unbelievably hard. You hit my hand so hard. I could feel it for a couple of days. Now. Please send me that video. But the so if you don't remember, so the Seahawks, I think either went 4-0 or 5-0 after that win. I feel like they went 5-0. I feel like they went 5-0 and then they went into the. Yeah, they were, they were doing well. The first half of the Seahawks season was like unreal. And the, well, the first half of that game was dog shit because we were watching the basketball game and they and they had like not even a hundred yards offense that game. That's and, true. Well, then, that was during the NBA finals, wasn't it? Wasn't yes, we watched the Lakers. We watched the Lakers win Lakers the championship that, that right. game. Yeah. Right. And we watched the Seahawks come back out of like down two touchdowns, come back mm-hmm. against Minnesota. That was fucking cool. Great times. Great times. Um, that was a good game. 
also, if you're listening to this, depending on, it might have already happened by the time this comes out, uh, Big Eat uh, tea tasting uh, coming up here soon. Uh, let us know what tea you think I should taste. Uh, it doesn't have to be these four. I just have four at my house. Actually, I think I have more than this. This is all just the stuff I brought out that's open. There is more in our cupboard that yeah. isn't open that I could try, but I don't want to open something new just to try it once, if you know what I mean. Like, you know, if something's already open, you finish that, and then you get to the stuff that isn't open. For sure. It's, uh, again, you know, the, the grocery store is still open. You can still, you can still go out and get some teas and, Again, we don't have the, I, I recommend one of the teas from Peru, actually, which was very good. I'm not sure if my mom has any left, but um, yeah, good stuff. If you ever get to go travel after the pandemic, go check out tea in Peru. Go just go check out Peru. Great, the, great country. The, um, I, I guess I don't have many South American connections, so that's probably like one of my few, you know, you going to Peru is like my connection to South America. I also went to Bolivia and Brazil, all in the same yeah. What, what what's your favorite what was your favorite country out of those three of the three oh peru for sure peru? Okay. it was it's that was my dream come true to go to peru good to go see machu picchu go uh, hang out with some alpacas and some other things that were pretty cool and um yeah i was a far and away dream come true and i'd been wanting to do that since i was like 10 years old watching indiana jones yeah speaking of harrison great harrison ford movies right there we should do a one time we should do a harrison ford movie rankings uh oh, oh, man that's a long list it's a loaded question that is a loaded question yeah um, you comment send us some uh, questions off for a mailbag for our next pod uh indiana jones movie uh be, well in case people me. don't well i was gonna say in case people don't know you are you're on vacation right now essentially uh you're on vacation you're you're getting time you're getting paid vacation from syp i wouldn't say paid but yeah <laughs> I, I am not work, not actively, well, I'm doing, still doing selections, but I'm not actively potting. No, basically, um, I, by the way, I have to check. I think there's a few days when I can do uh, selections when there isn't a tips game that might help you gain closer to exams, but we'll pretty much I'm doing uh, selection for the most part for probably another month or two. Yeah. Um, so go vote on Saturday selections when they happen on Saturdays, usually. Um, Usually, usually. Um, so pretty much. So Scott, I'm, I'm I'm curious. So I'm watching Empire Strikes Back here. Yes. We're still at the beginning of the movie when uh, Luke's out in the snow and they need to go find him. How do you think this movie's gonna play out here? Well, I'm gonna ask you like I did a couple hours ago. Do you want a, a very in-depth, detailed answer, or would you like a short answer? I'll do a short answer, please. <laughs> You want me to, I can tell you the last scene. I can tell you the whole plot. I don't want to, if people haven't seen this, I don't want to spoil the plot for them. Who hasn't seen Star Wars? I feel like if you don't want, I feel like if you haven't watched Star Wars now, you're just an anti-Star, like you just hate Star Wars and you don't care what the outcome of the movie is. Well, and hey, you know, some, there's people like that, got to respect them. Like if they don't like it, they don't like it, right? So um, I'm going to go make some, I'm going to make some more uh, hot water, some tea. So just carry on the podcast for like two seconds and I set the kettle Ian's going to make hot water for his tea. So, um, yeah, viewers, I don't know. It's, it's I'm, I, people that don't know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, I will ask me anything, any trivia about like the, the nine, like the Skywalker saga, like the nine movies, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ask me anything about those. Ask me about Rogue One. Ask me about the solo Star Wars story, like the Clone Wars, Mandalorian. I have not watched it. So don't ask me anything about that, but ask really? me anything 
Do you know anybody who has Disney Plus? We talked about this outside of Malin, but like, does anybody in your in your building have Disney Plus? Like, any of your friends have Disney Plus? Do you know? Not that I know of. I also don't really pose the question to ask. It's oh, like really? that's not that's not a question you're asking people. Like when you're at the gym, like, yo, hey, Keith, do you have Disney Plus? By the way, <laughs> it's just like, no, I'm doing. Like Keith's name? Why would Keith have Disney Plus? I don't know. You could. Who else goes to the gym with you? Does Lance go to the gym with you? Does Bradley go to the gym with you? Well, here's the thing: is I, I don't go to like a gym that's out off site. I go to the gym in the building here. The boys go other like they go to uh, the boys. Kevin and Keith go to Worlds. Lance is at Global. Bradley might have gone to Global as well. I'm not sure, but um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Hey, cardio, big cardio guy. People know me, big cardio guy. So. You got that, uh, that, that, I always make the joke, but you don't, uh, you don't laugh, but I still make the joke about the, the Colby Covington porn star cardio comment that he made. And he, yeah, he, yeah Scott doesn't like it, but I do. I think it's funny. I just don't know the context of it. I think that's part of it. Well, Colby Covington, if you don't, uh, um, you probably wouldn't like him because he was a, a pro Trump UFC fighter. Yep. There you go. There's your answer right there. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like him. I don't know if he still, I don't know if it was like a gig that he was using like to build hype, right? Like kind of like, you know, in wrestling, when you have like your heels and your, uh, fucking what's the other one where people like you? Fuck, I can't remember. But pretty much like, I don't know if he was trying to like build heat by like, oh yeah, go Trump, winners only here. And then he just yeah. goes lose fights. Oh, interesting. But there's like, obviously like people who hate him because he's a pro-Trumper, but also people who love him because he's a pro-Trumper. See, and that's just that you, like we talked about, and this is a common theme, you can't please everyone. No. And, you know, again, is, is Covington, like, is he a good, like, if he, I don't watch UFC actively, but if he was a good fighter, I would respect him for his fighting. Would I appreciate that side, like, of his political views? Probably not. But again, that's, you know, that's just my opinion. And, you know, I think you, you got to respect someone. And this goes for a lot of things in life. You respect them for what they can do, not what they look like or their their thoughts on other things like he's actually a, like a half decent fight, fighter i think he just lost his last two fights or whatever to like kamaro Usman, who is like the world champion and then Usman's a good fighter Usman's a really good fighter like that's not a whole, that's not a bad loss per se and then uh the other one i think he lost to maybe paulo costa i want to say it was uh who's okay. like number one ranked or number two ranked yeah fighter in the in a division what, is it, what division is that? Uh, that's the middleweight division. Yeah, middleweight's pretty stacked, I've heard, isn't it? It got some – yeah, lightweight is the one with uh, that um, uh, uh, Namagamedov, Habib. Oh, that's, right, yeah. That one was a loaded one that he gave up, but it's still quite loaded. Middleweight's actually not bad either. Um, is there a best UFC weight class? Oh, that's, oh, a, that's a really good – like, like pound for pound – like actual best weight class sure yeah or like the best crop of like fighters like the most star power in a in a weight class per se i'm gonna say it's the lightweight one because that's also the one that mcgregor technically fights in that's the one that uh diaz is in um, right so some some elite some top end fighters here uh conor mcgregor dustin poirier yeah for sure. Uh, by the way uh water's uh boiling so you're gonna have to carry this talk about ufc because you know it so well yeah, I'm uh, a fight expert in UFC. I'm actually not at all, but um, I respect, honestly, I know some people that are in the UFC, uh, some former colleagues of mine, and 
I respect the hell out of the UFC fighters. They're unbelievable athletes and all, you know, props to all of them. McGregor, obviously, you know, he's got a big fight against Portia. I think it's in July, junior July coming up to UFC, whatever UFC 264 is. So that'll be a big fight. I'm sure uh, SYP will cover lots of that and um, big, that, that's going to be like his legacy there. McGregor's got to do some, he's got to like make, you know, stand up for himself and actually put up a good fight. If he's going to keep his legacy as a top best or a, a high end UFC fighter, if not one of the best of all time. Um, in um, or best of this generation. It's funny you mentioned McGregor because I was having this conversation with my dad. Yeah. Last week, I think it was, and he says McGregor's done. McGregor's like washed. Over. They're uh, they're doing. Did you say that Poirier and McGregor are doing the rematch? They're doing yeah, the whatever UFC two sixty four is. Yeah, they're doing a, a third fight between the two of them. I thought it was an interesting conversation. I don't think he's washed. I just. I don't think that's the right circumstances for him. Here's, and here's the thing, Ian. Here's the very interesting conversation. I'm a golf guy. So I look at someone like Tiger Woods. People 2012, 2013 thought he was done after several – yeah, and you were one of them. After several back surgeries and, you know, all the shit with his divorce and the cheating scandal and you all kinds of shit. I was going to say, I remember the day when he crashed his car. Not the not the most recent one. Like the one before, yeah, yeah, a couple like ten, almost ten, almost ten years ago. Over ten years ago. Yeah, crazy. I was living in the states at the time too, and it was like one of the like, fucking weirdest things. It was a yeah, it was a big thing on the news. Um, but yeah, anyways, it's very um, like that that whole aspect of it. It's like the greats will rise and they will succeed again. And Tiger, as we know, has won a few few tournaments. He won the Masters in twenty nineteen, which was big and. I was like, I was like, fuck yeah. Like that's, that's my guy right there. So he, it's also a really good, I mean, and we don't have time to go into it tonight, but it's a really good conversation about sports psychology. Yeah. Like, oh, it, like it's a really fun conversation talking about the psychology of an athlete and what it takes, especially at the high performance and that elite level that they're at and yeah. the pressure that comes with it, especially like Conor McGregor in the UFC, when you're maybe performing like, when you're actually in the physical event or the sport that you are actively partaking in twice a year. Yeah. Maybe three times a year, but on average, like twice a year. For uh, Two or three fights a year. Yeah. Two or three like, fights a year. That's an average. Yeah. And if you lose one of them, if you don't do well in one of them, that's, that's a big setback. It, it can be at least. And that's the thing about the fighting is that that's so it can be so detrimental, especially because it's like, well, you might not, you may not get a fight for who knows how long. And that's like your career. That's your career. You've, you know, you've basically done your, your whole life. You've trained for this and for it to, you know, a, a big, a loss can do a lot, but again, it just depends who you are. Right. And sometimes you get a lot of fights and it's, yeah. It's the Leon Edwards. I don't know if you know Leon Edwards. So pretty much he's a British fighter. He's from England. Um, and because of the pandemic, he was actually scheduled to fight last spring in 2020 but because of the pandemic and because of travel restrictions and trying to find him a fight, he hasn't, he, he hadn't fought for over a year. Wow. And he just fought two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Did he win? It ended in a no contest because there was an eye poke. Oh, that was the eye poke. That's yeah. what that was. Oh, I remember that. That was a, yeah, that was a, that was quite controversial. And I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, Leon Edwards accidentally eye poking a guy and it just ended in a no contest because 
you know, you fucking eye poke somebody. Yeah. We hadn't fought for over a year and a half. And it's just like one of those fucking things. No, for sure. That's, I didn't know that. that's interesting. Yeah. But very, very trying times. And even like I, you, you talk about like not getting fights and you look at like a lot of people in, you know, playing even just from like recreational sports to even like some of these like middle tier leagues, like there were some dub guys that hadn't played hockey in a year or hadn't played a game. And like for them getting ice time is very tricky. There's a lot of money and like costs a lot to go to a private rink. And it's very, for some kids, it's very hard. Cause again, a lot of kids just, you know, either haven't, you know, they've obviously been to school, but it hasn't been the same and they've been able to play sports. So it's like, what do you do after school? You sit at home, play video games, or you, you know, I don't know, do like when it's snowing, like watch movies all day and watching Star Wars from chronological order, which is again, in, in essence, you would think like for, you know, if you have it like for a week, that sounds like a lot of fun, but this is now like over a year at this point. Yeah. So it's very, it's, it's tough. It's tough going, but. I can't imagine like scouting or trying to draft players this year. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, football is a bit, because the NFL draft, I think it's actually later this month, which is really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously there's more film and more accessibility when it comes to football and their prospects. Oh, absolutely. Hockey is all over the fucking map this year. Without a doubt. And again, some, some guys have played full seasons, depending on what league you're in. And some guys have, haven't even played like five games. And yeah. And then there's basketball who, uh, uh, as of this recording, which we've now crossed into midnight on Saturday. So now early Sunday morning, uh, Jalen Suggs for, uh, for first overall pick this year from Gonzaga. I mean, that shot he hit today was pretty sick, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's the best player on Gonzaga, but he looks really fucking good. Like, quality player what's the is it schmitz or what's the guy with the uh the, the headband and like the, the goat? sorry like the mustache like the little pedal yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. austin matthews look yeah um, i think his name is like tim or time or time. oh t- like t- yeah tim here yeah anyways i think he's one of the bime i think he's pretty good too yeah he's a big man he's the bmo he is the literal bmoc uh in this tournament uh, I, as my father has called me a few times, the BMOS, the big man on screen. On screen. I like it. That's, that's a good one. You should use that one again. I'll, I'll caption that as my next Instagram post. BMOS. <laughs> you, get, you get your whole, uh, your Zoom set up and yeah. This big man on this, screen. This I like it. The thumbnail of this video is just me flexing hard. Um, I mean, hey, bro, you do you. You run the, you run the show. I'm just so- Speaking of flexing, do you know that the Manners starting pitcher who won tonight, his name is Chris Flexen? There you go. I did not know that, but that's uh, that is a good fact. I like that's good to know. Pretty badass. Pretty badass. Hey, your, your Mariners won, and shout out to the I think it was like twelve people who picked Mariners. Oh, so I'm who? How many people that's tires do I have to slash? Here, let's. I will not drop names. Don't worry. I'm not. We, we, we can discuss that in public or in, excuse me, in private who we have to. Slash. So there are 14 people as tires that you're going to be slashing. Oh, nice. Cool. 
More people voted for the Giants than the Mariners? No, more people voted for the Mariners than the Giants. Okay, I thought you said 12 for Seattle. No, tw- uh, 22 for Seattle. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, right, um, what was I going to say? Um, so pretty much, again, uh, this is Easter weekend. Um, do you, you ever – how do I put this? Did you ever get much religion as a kid? Like, did you ever get the story about Easter and why we have Easter? Yeah. I yeah. don't remember it. I don't I don't think I ever got it as a kid. I was having this conversation with my grandparents this week where, yeah. uh, like, obviously now I know the story and obviously, like, like I, we know, I know why we celebrate Easter, obviously. And yeah. Christmas and all this sort of stuff. Um, For sure. But as a kid, I, I have no idea. I just thought it was always like the Easter bunny and we get to have candy because it's Easter. And well, that's, the best, that's the best part of Easter, getting all that chocolate. Yeah, it's not the religious implications. Fuck that. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, but it's uh, I just did. My, my favorite part of Easter is the chocolate. So, Do you have a favorite chocolate, by the way? Do you have a, a go-to chocolate that you really enjoy? Like a chocolate bar or... To chocolate bar and or other chocolate that you want there's there's a there's that's a that's ian for me it's a very loaded answer i'm a huge chocolate fiend i'm pretty sure people do know that about me um dark chocolate or a milk chocolate i actually am a dark chocolate guy so or you get get out of here with that i love love both don't get me wrong but i'm i like some dark chocolate um like probably kit kats are probably my favorite i would say um the cadbury mini eggs fucking slap let me just make that clear. Um, what are your thoughts on Kinder Eggs? Kinder Eggs. Kinder. Um, if you're under the age of 14, they're cool. If you're above 14. Grow up. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like, it's like, it's fun to get when you're like older. It's like, okay. It's like, it's a good joke. Like, haha, like got me some Kinder Egg. I mean, like that little toy that it comes in. Yes. Comes with it. Usually bullshit, like a screw and a driver or something. Hey, sometimes those things are useful, bro. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, I don't know, fun, fun every once in a while, but like, if you do it all the time, like, come on, like. I was gonna say, um, Kinder eggs for myself. I remember enjoying them as a kid, and now I can't even touch one because it just feels really? like plastic. Wow. Not, not just the toy, like the actual chocolate. Just the chocolate tastes like plat. Yeah. It's almost all Kinder egg is almost like the um uh fortune cookie of chocolate that's an interesting analogy actually um but so you like kit kats you like cadbury mini eggs give me some brownies dude i'll eat those all day every day okay yeah um ask hey ask my roommate he knows yeah yeah my roommate knows that yeah and roommates next year you guys know who you are you guys know too you guys will, will know next year so um I think if there's like a favorite candy bar that I really like. You're a candy corn guy, which still makes me cringe. I love candy corn. Candy corn. I, you make me cringe so hard. That's oh, cool. candy corn is so good. No. Okay, we gotta make a poll. Is candy corn? Actually, we've probably done that before. Is candy we've corn? Done that every Halloween where we have it's the like yearly debate of like is candy corn go- is candy corn good? And the votes don't change. It's still no. Like two thirds of people say no. Candy corn is not good. It's disgusting. And then there's like a third of people, I think, who just vote, like, give me sympathy votes, who just say, yeah, sure, candy corn's good, but they probably are just saying that to agree with Ian, not because they actually enjoy candy corn. 
I feel like I'm the only one who will eat candy corn because it's good and it tastes good. And I stand by that. There you go. Hey, ladies, if you're single, you watch this podcast and you like candy corn, this is your man right here. HMU. This is this is your man right here. This this guy, big E right there. That's your guy. Um, I don't think it is it really that big of a hot take that I like candy corn. See, you know, I, I think a lot of people don't like it, and that's why it's the people call it as a hot take. But it's like again, everything, like yeah. everything, it's subjective. There you go. Exactly. Um. Speaking of subjective, I just want your opinion. Um, some asshole that I took to the air- airport within the last year, he uh, left his jacket in my car. Um, and I'm just wondering if you think I should go through the pockets and see what's in here. It's a medium jacket. It doesn't fit. I don't know if he'll even be watching this. but um, should I I'm it? surprised you haven't gone through the pockets already. Because if there's something important in those pockets, you might want to see them. Uh, I actually forgot I even had his jacket because I put it in a safe spot in my closet. I was doing some spring cleaning last week, I guess it was. And, nice. and, uh, like, oh yeah, I got his, I got his jacket. Um, there you go. What's it, what's a, a, a candy or a chocolate that you outright hate without a doubt that you will not touch with a six foot pole? I don't know. I was going to say coffee crisp, but I have tried coffee crisp and it actually is pretty good. So like I'm not going to say that. Coffee crisp is good. Um, a candy, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not a big like candy guy. Like chocolate, give me some chocolate. But like, you know, like the like the sour keys, like oh, like, yeah. like the, the like what's I was like, I don't know. You like those like those little strawberry and banana type candies? Not really. Like oh, Jolly Ranchers. That's one. Like oh, yeah. a lot of people like Jolly Ranchers. I am not a candy guy. I just. I don't know. It's something about like the sugar and this, like, I, I uh, just doesn't make, I don't like it. It's not, I'm not a big fan of it. So you like peeps. Sorry. What peeps, you know what peeps are like a little bird. Yeah. Okay. Um, again, I'm not a big candy guy. Cho- give me some chocolate and I'll eat it all day, but candy, not my thing. I think there is a candy that I, I mean, I'm sure there is, but I can't think there of probably, it. There probably is. I don't like coconut, I guess is what I don't like the coconut joys, I think it is. Like anything with coconut, I'm not a big coconut. I'm actually not a big coconut guy, which probably Really? Yeah, I mean You need to go somewhere tropical and get try some some coconut there. You know, it's actually it's it's actually a really big debate in my household about vacationing in Hawaii, which obviously we can't do now, or at least not morally you can't vacation in Hawaii at this time. But sure. But my mother and both my mother and father uh, have been to Hawaii and they said they would vacation in Hawaii and they go and vacation again in Hawaii. I've been twice. I was one, once I was three, but the other one I was 15. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. The, Hawaii never is kind of, I, I've never had the want or need to go to Hawaii. See, I find it very funny that you say that because you're, you're not a cold weather guy, but you also no. don't seem like the super hot either. Well, Part of it is that I, I, when I travel somewhere, when I go somewhere, I want there to be like a purpose or a reason to go. And whether yeah, you go to Hawaii to get a tan and to like enjoy the heat. I, a, I don't tan. I just burn. There is no in-between stage for me. I either uh, uh, burn or am pasty fucking white. Sure. Um, okay. But like, I like to go somewhere where I can cover something or where I can go or, like cover a sporting event or go and watch a sporting event. The, 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 that, but that's what I realized as I got older with my parents where it's like they want to go to Hawaii 
to relax and to vacation and to not do anything for like a whole week. And, and hey, some, sometimes that kind of trip honestly is the best. I remember yeah. like grade 12, my mom's sister and I went to uh, Cabo. One of the best trips of my life. We basically sat on the beach, did nothing for the, for the whole week. Albeit it was after like some of the busiest months of my life, but. Well, that probably helps. That makes it even better. Oh, it was the best. It was awesome. And that's kind of what I realized. I realized that as I've gotten older, obviously, like I didn't, I didn't understand that as a kid, but yeah. But now as I've gotten older, I'm like, okay, I can kind of see where you're coming with, with this, but like, I'd still rather go to like LA and watch a Dodgers game or I, okay, Los Angeles was beautiful. That's the thing. I love Santa Monica. I'd rather go to Phoenix and watch a, a baseball game. How about that? Or a hockey game in Glendale than go to Hawaii. Hey, everyone's opinion. Fair enough. Maybe I'm just like such a sports-centric guy. That's why it is what it is. Um, probably, pro- that's, that's probably it. Uh, that's not the right cord. I just need to charge my computer here. Um, yeah, that's why we're, we're, we're still in the planning stages to go to fucking Edmonton during Christmas or during New Year's to go cover juniors because otherwise I would have no reason to go. Other than, the, yeah, because it's, it's minus 20 there on a good day. And that's also not the right court. Um, Are you having fun there, Boomer? Um, fuck you. That's fuck you. That's a that's a fair but tough comment for me to swallow. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm a pretty nice guy. Sometimes I got to keep you in check, though. Well, I think I was having this conversation with Armin and Alexis, uh, his girlfriend, um, about how I'm probably the one who sh- like talks shit to everybody the most. Proper. Maybe. Like, I feel, I feel like I say more shit. There we go. I feel like I say more compared shit. To, compared to who? Uh, in our friend group. Okay. Yeah. I, between, like, Fuji, uh, S, Fuji SYP, uh, who's doing uh, writing, writing and articles for us. So we'll probably get him on some more pods here coming up. And um, Armin, you and I, I think I talk the most shit. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I think that's that, that's a pretty valid point. But uh, again, you know, it's it's all fun and games. We all throw it around a little bit, right? No, so, I do like it when you like throw in the boomer comment. Um the four eyes one I do appreciate too. I don't give you four eyes treatment. No, but some people do, like when Neil does, that's pretty funny. Um <laughs> uh, American, when people call me Amer- like when they when they make like like any sort of a, a, a relevant American jokes, I appreciate and I enjoy. Um, All right. <laughs> hey, if you're okay with them, then that's, you know, that's the, again, I wouldn't make those comments, but there you go. I, I mean, I think you, I, I, you are a dual citizen after all, which, and it, go, it goes, it goes every way. It's not like one person gets all of it. It goes, it, it goes back and forth. Yeah. I mean, you guys make fun of me for being a Red Wings fan, and yet we, as of this recording Saturday night, have one more point than your Anaheim Ducks. So hey, that's I'm I'm getting made fun of. My dad's giving me shit for being a Ducks fan this year. He the, so I I called him. Sorry. As if the Oilers are going to go far this year too. Well, they'll go further than the Ducks. Sure, but I mean, not everyone can waste McDavid and Drysaddle's prime like the Oilers do. Hey, maybe we beat the you know, we have a lot, we have a few Oilers fans here, and I'm like of the seven Canadian teams, 
outside of the Canucks, the Canucks will make the playoffs. I'm like kind of rooting for the Oilers this year. I, I'm, I'm rooting for the Leafs. Honestly, I'd like to see Canadian team win. I think this might be the year it happens. Personally, um, might be it. It, it didn't. It's, it's Toronto is the best. I mean, obviously, like now we're getting into the hockey talk, but like obviously, and yeah. Anderson needs to get back and he needs to be healthy because the Maple Leafs. I don't care what the stats say. You can't be riding the Jack Campbell. I mean, maybe you can, but I mean, maybe you can. Yeah. Be I don't know. He's he's looking like a pretty inviting piece for those Kraken next year. Uh, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that as a pod one time. It's just you and I create Kraken teams using uh, cap friendly. Yeah. But isn't that Leafs Leafs versus everybody right now? Like I feel like the Leafs are the best team in Canada, and it's not really much of a debate. In Canada, yeah, I would think so. Montreal's been like kind of washy. Which has they, been, they, I would say their like their depth is probably better than Toronto's, but outside of that, no, Toronto's a better team. They haven't even they didn't even look that great against uh, Ottawa tonight. Well, they lost six three. Yeah, Ottawa played a good game though. They're very complete and they got some good goaltending from uh, Forsberg. And no, Forsberg I just hurt Forsberg. Yeah, just came over from Winnipeg. So a little concerning when he, he's not wearing. Are you ever concerned? Like this might just be me, me when I saw Forsberg uh, taking a crease when he's not wearing the same colored gear as the team's colors. Like Forsberg had blue gear on, but obviously you know, are black, red, and white. Well, well, here's the thing: being someone that's in the hockey gear industry and the world, and I work with you know. Oh yes, uh, sorry. Let me let me let me uh, introduce you. Uh, this is uh, Scotty K, SYP creator and senior hockey gear correspondent. Uh, Scott, what are your thoughts on uh, hockey gear? So, based on Forsberg's gear, they were so Senators are obviously black, red, and a bit of gold in their color scheme. And he was wearing white and blue pads for, for his goalie, his goalie gear and stuff. And um, here's the thing with that: to during the pandemic, there's been a lot of issues with shipping and getting equipment to guys and players. Period, like all everywhere, no matter where who who you are, where you are, what sticks you have, that doesn't matter. So it's taking longer to ship things. And if they're coming from out of country, it's even harder as well. And goalie gear, because it's so rare, it's hard to get the right gear and like the right color scheme. And because. And, for- and the other thing I should mention too, is like work it in. Exactly. And that's, that's the thing I was just getting to um, yeah. is breaking in the gear. He probably didn't have a practice with, with the senators and he wanted to use his, oh, his gear that he's been using for a while in Winnipeg for that game so probably next game we see him he'll be he'll have his he'll have broken in some pads he'll have played had a few practices with them and he'll be yeah he might even just put like i know there's a like you can just put a tape over like there's like a like little stickers type thing you can like put the color scheme on it it's just very simple temporary thing but it works shout out to drew palm for giving me that piece of advice i'm not sure if he follows but drew one of my goalies and midget good guy great i feel like drew does do you uh, uh two things? Um, do you remember? I want to say it was Devin Dubnik who was on the Oilers at one time, and he had a sh- and there was a, a a shootout that he was involved in, and he had it. Um, the knob of his stick was in orange. Okay. But I can't remember who he was playing. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they were playing the Kings, but I have no idea. I can't remember. And they asked him to, to change the orange on a sticker or on his tape uh, because the orange was too distracting. 
So I've put, never heard that before. So they put the white tape over the orange tape. It was pretty interesting. I've never, I've never heard that before. That sounds, yeah, interesting. I have to look I'm into that. The video. Um, the other thing, um, you see this a lot with masks too. Mask too, by the way, like goalie mask. Yeah. Like uh, Dustin Wolf, who uh, was the backup for the Team USA at this year's World Juniors, had his silver tips mask with him. Like it was all green and it didn't match any of the yeah. that Team USA had, but it was all a, a, a green mask with like gray or white. Um, yeah. Um, what's the stuff in the fucking the cage? Cage, yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so obviously, like you just the like, Team USA doesn't need to get you a whole new mask just because you're on this team, but. Well, and that's just it, right? And that's very, you know, if you look at a lot of their, the guys' gear, like, especially it's especially noticeable in the goalie gear, but other players too, like, um, you're not going to have all these funds to be able to get goalie gear that's tailored to your to the team you're currently on. So for guys, like, for Hockey, hockey Canada is an exception, obviously, because there's a wealth of funding and all kinds of sponsorships go into Hockey Canada. So they're able to get the masks and for, for these goalies and, you know, guys get all the gear, they get like all kinds of like merch and shit. Whereas if you look at a team, like, I don't know, Austria, like their goal, their goalies gear, I'm pretty sure had like orange and like, like black pads, which again, you know, close-ish, but th- those are his pads for medicine hat, the team he played for in. Oh, uh, uh, Matt Sogar. Was Sogar. Yeah. Or it might've been Denmark or Austria. I'm not sure who it was. Anyway, it was Denmark. Yeah. Anyways. So, um, point being that some some of these hockey nations can't afford to get the new gear and the the player themselves probably didn't want to break it in as these are 17 18 19 year old kids who can't really afford three or four sets of goalie gear every year so it might be just with the team once exactly so um just trying to see if mads was on medicine hat this year Ottawa draft pick, by the way, bring it back full circle. Matt Sogard, uh, Ottawa Senators draft pick in 2019. There you go. That man, they got a quite a boatload of prospects coming through that system. Uh, yeah. So Sogard has been playing in Denmark. 922 save percentage in 16 games with Esbjerg. Do you want me to trust it? E S. E S. Yeah. B. B. J. Yeah. ERG. Energy. Esbjerg, probably. Esbjerg? Probably, yeah, something close to that. 16 games, 922 save percentage with them. You're good. It's good numbers. Not bad. Um, 6'7", by the way, he is. Yeah, he's a big guy. Tall dude. Very tall. Um, so again, we're recording this Saturday night. Uh, it's now 1230 AM, uh, Pacific time. Are you one of those assholes? You know, those assholes at parties. Um, so like when, like anytime you're partying and then you get into the, the early morning where somebody's like, Oh, I got to work tomorrow. And then someone's like, Oh, you mean today? And it's just like, fuck you. I'm not, I get, I get what you're saying. I wouldn't be that like that. Like, I think I would. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Like, no, that's like in maybe in the right setting with the right person, they would think it's funny, but not to everyone. No, that's a dick move. If you do that, stop. 
don't do that at parties. People don't like that. People don't think you're you're edgy or cool because you're like, oh, you mean today? It's like, no, in tomorrow, asshole. Yeah, after I sleep and get up, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. That's the next day. Yeah. Anyways, um, I might have done that once before, but it's not like it's to the right person, and it's not in like a big party set. You know what I'm saying? Like. Well, plus you know who I am, and they know my kind of sense of humor. So I was gonna say you do that in middle school or high school when you still have time to redeem yourself, and not at like university when like this is you know arguably the peak of your uh, you know success as a young person, younger person. Dude, we're always getting better. Exactly. Um. So basically, yeah. So Scott and I both are doing some work tomorrow. Uh, I will be off this week as well as Scott because we, as we already already mentioned, Scott's going to be off for a while. Uh, No actual official podcast this week. Uh, Basically just a combination of the two fuck around podcasts. So, um, I mean, this might be going over two hours. So that might just be some free content that people are really going to love. So you can't hate that. Yeah, good. some good conversations the last few days we've had, that's for sure. Exactly. Um, But then I'm going to be, I guess I can, I guess I can say this. Uh, we will be back on April 13th, at least I will be, uh, with our boy Jevin from the left side, Heavy Pod. Shout out Jevin. Uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be doing uh, some NHL trade deadline talk. Basically, we're recording on a Monday after the trade deadline, and then we'll be posting it on the 13th. So Nice. Look at, look at that would be a good pod to listen to while I'm studying. Yeah. So, so go check it out. I'm not going to get into all the, the trade deadline topics now. No, that's save that for that's a whole pod right there. I know, right? It's a good thing we're doing a whole pod on that. Yes, sir. Um, so basically, uh, in case you also aren't paying attention, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Um, yeah, it looks like the bad guys are taking over with the big machines. The Empire is starting. They're striking back. I fuck you. I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna say that too. After you said Empire, I'm like, I swear he said that. I thought you were gonna say it, so I just beat you to it. No, I, I, no, I'm, I'm a bit better than that. Ooh, uh, Hans and Leia just got out of the way of some explosion. As they normally do. That's a. That sounds like a typical thing they do. Do you? Uh, would you? Uh... Are you are you more of a like a snow winter guy or are you more of a summer like sun summer guy? So here's here's my, don't get I love every season of the year. Fall is my favorite, it's my birthday. Um baseball playoffs, hockey starting, all the sports are around that time. October um, October is goat month. Anyways, um am I a summer guy? So here's my logic. I can in the summer I can play hockey, golf, and other sports. The winter you can't play golf, so I'm gonna say summer. You know, I re- um, it's funny you bring up uh, months because I remember my grandfather uh, telling me about how November was the worst month of the year. Uh, really? Yes, because it's cold, it's wet, it's miserable. There's nothing good to sell because the the celebration you have in November or the holiday is Remembrance Day. Yeah, it's a fairly yeah, it's really sad. It's really sad. It's pretty tragic. Uh, but it's cold, wet, not a fun holiday to remember. And um, usually, I, you know, I used to be of that premise, but after living in Kelowna for a few years, it's the weather's not bad for most of November. 
it's no, not. But, but we have different, like there's different climates in the Okanagan compared to the coast. Uh, that's my point. Yeah. Like I said, I had that thought before when I grew up in Squamish, but now living out here in Cloma, it's a little bit different for sure. Now that you've moved and seen the world just a little differently. <laughs> you now hey, have I moved and saw the world differently when I was five years old. So you have a better understanding for how the world works. I, I, guess, I guess, hey. And we're all better for it. Well, you know, that's something I always, you know, stress to people. And being someone that's traveled a lot of places when I was young, I, you know, get out and go see the world. You'll, you'll think of it differently. You'll have a lot of perspective on what you have and what you take for granted. It, it, it does a lot for you. And I've, I've done, it's done a lot for me, for sure. When you last went to Europe, did you go to France? And I'm asking this because I'm uh, still in the planning stages of going to France in about two years time for the next Rugby World Cup. Did you go to France the last yeah. time? You were? Yeah, I was in France for like three days, two or three days. Thoughts on France? It's cool. Dope. It's a dope place. Um, Paris, Paris is surprisingly gross. It's kind of a dirty city. Um, the tourist areas are nice. The the waiters and the waitresses, um, if they know you don't speak Parisian French, they will talk to you in English, even if you try speaking French. Learn, learn that when we were we were ask, ask, asking like we we're placing our order in French, and they as soon as we were like you know we said bonjour and you know what we said what we want for food, and um, they're like yeah, and they just start talking English. I'm like okay, cool. I guess that's that's fair and um yeah definitely interesting how it works but uh as scott knows uh how uh and how much i know in french um it's gonna be very exciting uh seeing me and my french language knowledge uh, try and navigate france hey it's you know you were in japan a few years ago i'm sure you can handle france it'll be fine there was actually a lot of english in japan that's yeah i, I know but Japanese is a significantly, in, well, in my opinion, significantly harder language to learn as an English, you know, fluent speaker than French is. French is a little closer to English in that regard. The other thing about uh, uh, um, Japan was that the people were more, I feel like the people, and maybe I'm stereotyping here and that, that's okay. Uh, I feel like uh, Japanese people are more accepting of you not knowing their language than the French people are. I can't speak. I've never been to Japan, so I can't speak for that. But maybe, yeah, it's there's there's that possibility, and it, yeah, probably depends on the person as well. That is true. It is subjective to who you're dealing with and who you're who who you're talking to. Also, um, what region of Japan or France you're traveling to, right? That's also a factor. I think that's also true because I was very much shunned when I went to Toyota, which is like the Japanese countryside, as like the one white male. I feel like in Toyota but that's okay it was a good culture experience and change um you go and I get like we talked before it's your first time across the pond of any pond really which is cool uh so right now well I can say so right now um the trip is looking like with France yeah uh, uh, Nice Lyon maybe to Bordeaux nice uh uh, Saint-Denis which is a sure. suburb of Paris, if you don't know where the big France state is, it stayed the France, which is where the big stadium is. In, in uh, I, th- I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, also looking at possibly covering the Ryder Cup in Rome uh, during that time. 
and also looking to uh, get an F1, if not two F1 races. In Monaco. A, hey, Monaco. It's, it's not going to be on that time. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. Monaco. We've talked before. Yeah. I appreciate your effort, though. Hey, I'm just saying, Monaco's got a pretty dope F1 track. Um, yeah. Um, my other question is, have you watched Drive to Survive yet? No, I answered that a couple hours ago. No. No, but we didn't record it, but, you, you know, you watch Drive to Survive. I, I have not seen it, no. Fine, whatever. Um, I haven't seen it, but I, I've heard it's a good show, and I should watch it, and maybe I will this summer. See, no, but that would be great SYP content if you watching Drive to Survive, learning F1, and then giving your um, what you what what would be your nickname and then reviews, uh, because like Scotty K reviews is that what we do? Is it a big eat, Scotty? Uh... No, we'll have to come up with something. But maybe uh, viewers, we can do a little do a little poll here. What what is uh, Scotty K's uh, host name? The uh, the other thing I um, I haven't done, but I should done I should should do um, friend of the pod Tanner. Good guy, great guy. I love Tanner. Uh, wanted me to do uh, not big E, not big eats, but big E bridge reviews because we were having this debate last week about bridges in Vancouver, and I said there's no good bridge in Vancouver. That's a hot take. I think there are some good bridges. It just depends but, on what time you go. But okay, but I'm not talking like Capilano suspension bridge. You're talking about like like, like um, bridges, vehicle, vehicle bridge. Yeah, okay. Uh, I am a simp for the old Portman Bridge, but I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but I mean, like, I can't think of any good bridges in Vancouver. The swinging bridge in Richmond that goes from uh, like the like kind of Cessna Drive. That one's okay. That, that's yeah. okay. Pound for pound, though, it's a little. <laughs> pound for pound. The the Lionsgate Bridge is arguably the worst bridge. Okay, that's when you go. That's because you go in rush hour all the time. Drive, no, no. Hey, drive it at night, dude. It that thing is unreal. Let me no, tell you. Okay, but 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 there's no reason to only have three lanes. Oh, you're right. It should be four lanes easily. But at least bare minimum four lanes to each direction. None of this counterflow bo- bullshit. Whatever. I am not an urban planner or an architect. Maybe you should be. Maybe that's uh, if you if you are that strongly opinionated about bridges in Vancouver. Maybe you should uh, go work with with your dad in the in the infrastructure sector, and he can build he can help build houses. You can build the bridges. It's a thought. Hey, that, wouldn't that be the? This, hey, this is late night thoughts after all. So, is that what we're naming this? By the way, is late night thoughts. Well, you said it first, not me. Night 31 Thoughts, and we just talk about hockey uh, with Elliot Friedman uh, at midnight. See, and wouldn't that just be the dream, getting Elliot Friedman on this podcast? That would be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be really cool. Uh, but yeah, no, late late night 31 Thoughts, and it's basically just us trying to get a hold of Elliot Friedman at midnight. Like, hey, uh, what do you think the Predators are going to do at the deadline? He's like, can you please stop calling me? I have a wife and family. Like, I have <laughs> It up tomorrow and for him it's probably like we're doing this at 12 30 pacific time it's probably three o'clock in the morning for him it's probably almost 4 a.m there and, and it's just yeah. like okay but what would it take to get eric carlson out of san jose right now and less than it would to get him out of ottawa that's for sure 
I'll tell you that for free. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's probably a good take. That's probably a fair take. Um, you should be doing some economics and talking about stocks. Really? You're going to make me mad again at 12. Nope. You know what? I'm going to take that back. I'm going to take that back. Thank um, you. Good. Um, that is, I'm um, sorry, viewers, you couldn't see my rant earlier, but you probably don't want to see it again. It was all natural, which I greatly appreciated. R2D2 just got uh, 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 tossed into the woods. He got yeeted. <laughs> uh, as the kids, as we used to say yeeted, is that what a, was that a cool term in our? Uh... That was like a couple years ago. I feel like that in high school, we used to say yeet or yeeted. Might have been, yeah, grade 11 or 12. I don't remember. Anyways. Yeah, egos were big, wasn't it? Maybe, dude. I don't know. I was a long time. High school was four years ago. I don't remember. I don't remember much from high school either. Uh, Ye definitely sounds like ooh, uh, oil leaking out of R two D two. Definitely. Um, I feel like you're ahead of me though. I feel like uh, in terms of watching, uh, you're ahead of me on Empire Strikes Back. What do you mean ahead of you? Like the guy's just walking now. No, I, I saw what's happening right now. Uh, so right now for me, uh, they're just putting the head on Darth Vader. Yeah, I just saw that like a second ago. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're in the same spot. Don't worry. The feed isn't that off. Might have to call Showcase and ask what's going on here. Yeah. You think we're the only two people at this time watching uh, Showcase and Empire Strikes, Strikes Back? Or do you think there's definitely like a thousand people that are like hung over not hung over but like definitely on the decline of being drunk and they're just got this going on in the background well i think people are watching again this some people don't have the access to a netflix or a disney plus or you know and this is their this is like their movie night and the, the boomers right the boomers i mean uh could be uh, who knows the point is that some people this is like the movie night and hey star wars unreal movies right there like I said earlier, it's my favorite movie series. So, yeah, good, great, great movie. Sorry, great movie series. Oh, man, this has been awesome. I this has been awesome. I really enjoyed talking to you. Um, yeah, me too. So, viewers, we've been talking for probably about, what, almost four hours at this point? Four hours now. This is turned into a Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> it has, a little bit. Except we haven't talked about psychedelics or aliens or um, what else does Joe Rogan talk about? I haven't listened to one of his episodes in so long. I you haven't. Know, you know, this has been great. This has uh, been a good pod. I don't think there's anything else late night thoughts that I need to discuss here with you. I don't know. We've, we've chatted for a long time and we could probably do this in a couple of weeks and have like a, another three hour conversation. That's just how it is sometimes. I'm currently doing notes for my nutrition class right now. Which yeah, is, how's that going, by the way? What What are you learning in uh, nutrition? Uh, learning the difference between you know, or not the difference, like the macro the and of, micro uh, carbs. Uh, no, the we're, right now we're talking about um, mental health and the impact of food on it, and gave it gave us a list of some foods that are good for your mental health and help with like stimulating serotonin and dopamine and some positive. Uh, hormones and neurotransmitters that are like really good for making you feel better and not depressed goji berries sorry you want to say that again 
Goji berries? Uh, berries, well, I'm assuming if they're anything like blueberries, blackberries have vitamin C. So yeah, that would be one of them. I feel like they're like blackberries. I don't actually know. Yeah, what's what's the, vitamin C, vitamin C, that'd be good. What's the, um, is it acai? Acai, yeah, that's, that's something. Is that a berry? Is that a fruit? I don't know what acai is. Acai is like, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. Is um, mango? Sorry? Like a mango? No. Acai, they're, they're berries. They're based in uh, South American rainforest. I actually, acai, like juices and fruit is very good. Yeah, you see it in boosted juice all the time. You do. And it's high in antioxidants, which is what, you know, again, super helpful, right? Sure. Sure. There you go. Take, take um, it, take it from me. And this is a, uh, I believe this is an, oh, now there's a group of people. Uh, I believe this is an interact commercial that I'm watching here. And it's a lady in a van uh, with her dog and yeah. e-transferring money. She was just at a food truck and it's just her and herself with a dog van lifing. Yeah. That seems I'm ideal. I, I, I like to take Caslow and just go for a van ride. and That'd be great. Across the country. Hey, that, that'd be the life, you know. Take your dog on some pretty wicked hikes. It'd be, yeah, it'd be good. See how far he can swim. He's a big swimmer. Is Caslow a swimmer? Yeah, big, big swimmer. I did not think a lot. He's, he's hot, yeah. he, he might be the Michael Phelps of dog <laughs> swimmers. Is that a hot take? Hot take. I'm, I'm willing, I mean, <laughs> in his prime, I'm willing to put him up against any other dog that, 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 that swim, a high-quality swimming dog and i'm willing to put my dog up against in his prime i'm willing to put him up against anybody <laughs> he's obviously getting too old now how old is casla now uh about nine i think i mean, he's not as old as my dog scouty is almost uh he's almost 13 he'll be 13 in october wow yeah and for a big he's like getting he's getting up there he's yeah we're worried he, he might be uh yeah he's getting old that's for sure why does he always bark when I show up and then he like never wants to be around me when I do get comfortable and he's protective of my mother probably that's what it is probably that's actually he's actually probably a very good dog and he just for whatever reason doesn't like me he loves you come on um he's yeah. probably just jealous that you hang out with castle more than him so well, he probably sees the black hairs on my clothes and he's like have you been hanging out with other dogs without me Probably that's that's oh, probably I didn't like. I love other dogs too. You're basically just rejecting him. He doesn't like that. You know, one of the uh, pet peeves I, I have of my dog is he doesn't socialize with other dogs, or he hardly does at the dog park anymore. Interesting. You know what he does? What does I, he? Do? He I, either I'll have a stick or uh, like I'll have a, a tennis ball with me or whatever, like something to like something to, to play with at the park, right? Sure. I don't know if it's just myself when I do it, but anytime we go over there, he just fucks off and eats grass over by the side and doesn't even like interact with the dogs or doesn't interact with like the ball or the stick. Now, I posted- hey, he's, he's an introvert and that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But I, I posted this, I mean, he's getting more introvert. He wasn't always like that as a puppy, but I think as he's gotten older and he probably hates the world. Um, <laughs> He's becoming more antisocial, but I posted this on my story, but one time, cause he eats a lot of grass. Yeah. He's like a horse. 
and and well, I thought I mean I wondered if he was vegan at first. Ah. Uh. But no, apparently, also according to a friend of the pod, Tanner, it's because dogs eat grass in case they are going to throw up. Or really? They're kind, of, they're kind of preparing themselves. It's like they're, they're uh, it's like whenever you like drink like salt and water, you just like chug it and then you end up like puking it out. Yes, something along those lines. So apparently for dogs, it's grass. Really? I did not, I did not know that. See, I just Tanner. I didn't really got to get that guy on pod here. We will. We, Tanner will be on a pod here. I'm, I'm hoping when both you and I can do it. So that's why when we're all out of school. We'll yeah, hopefully, it. man. Yeah, I know he's very busy with school this time. He's got a heavy, he's second year science. He's got a heavy, heavy plate. Any of our uh, science viewers will understand how that is. So. Well, and, and part of it is that I don't want to be that asshole who like doesn't get you involved because obviously like he's one of your good friends too. So I, would, I wouldn't want to. Well, I kind of, I introduced him to the pod. Yeah, see, so you did introduce him to the brand, so it'd be kind of a dick move on my end to have him on the pod without you being on. The well, pod. you can do that. You also know who he is. You've seen him in person more than I have in this in the last year. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, Technically, well, you saw him once dropping off the SYP shirt yeah. again at, at so you know social distance. I haven't seen him since last March uh hot take are you gonna come down to vancouver one day this summer and we're just gonna do big eats all around vancouver i feel like you 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 would appreciate and enjoy that yeah i think i could do that just take a day and we'll just go around vancouver and we'll just you know kiss everybody on the lips and we'll just hug everybody go into buildings without masks you sound like Kiefer now no 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 no. I'm, i'm 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 like every texan (laughs) <laughs> um, that'd be really funny if that was just Keith texting me there that'd be like hilarious do you want to kiss RN is that what he would text you like do you want to I feel like he, he could probably say something like that who is texting you at this time of night by the way oh it's just uh, Kanta's uh, appreciating our uh, nomination of him as Saturday selections oh I thought it was uh, uh, some uh, secret lover that you weren't uh, you weren't talking about on the pod here yeah no not right now we wish it's, it's tough. It's, I mean, it's tough. It's tough sledding being single at this point. Cause again, you can't really meet anyone. It's not, you know, it's not the easiest thing in the world, but you know what? It's okay. I'm doing, doing well, living my, living my life, doing the things. So you're, uh, you're living your, your best life. You love to see it. You know, I'm, I'm doing well. Things, things are good. You, We're living the dream. Do you know um, what, if like what's after Empire Strikes Back, like on showcase? I could tell you in a few minutes, in a few seconds here. Uh, let's find out. It's I mean this this ends at like two thirty, and it's the guest book. I've never heard of it. It's like I've some never show. heard of the guest back the guest book. And then at three a.m. it's border security. Oh uh, hell yeah! So if if you guys want to stay cool. up to three a.m. and watch that border security is on showcase. Um, you ever, ever watch border security? Maybe like a few times. It's a lot of it's a lot of dumb. Well, I don't know about dumb people, people who just don't like people who are trying to break the rule, intentionally breaking the rules. Where it's yeah. like, oh, I didn't know I had to fill this on my customs form, and it's just yeah. well, again. And, sometimes people just don't know, right? And that's it's very. Sorry, I'm just setting my alarm here so I don't like 
sleep in tomorrow. Um, sure, but I mean, you also did have $12,000 in gold that you didn't claim on the customs card. So, I mean, like, not yeah. for nothing, I feel like you could have marked that down. Again, some people just don't know, right? And that's, that's the thing. It's very, like, it's very, I don't know, border, like, airports and borders can be very scary for some people. It's very, it can be intimidating. There's so many people around. People are asking, like, tough questions. And if you've never done it before, it's it's hard. I, I can imagine. It's very especially, hard. Especially coming into Canada. Like, we've just, I think we discussed uh, yeah. on Friday, when we were recording on Friday, about how Canadian border guards are kind of dicks. That's, that's just your that's your perspective everyone will have different perspectives and that's but yeah everyone's experience will be different i just hope um everyone has has at least one good experience at an airport and traveling and it's it's really important to have that when you're young and um, um i guess because we can't travel uh i'm getting uh travel vibes wishing i could go somewhere What's your uh, favorite airport, or do you have a, do you have a, a, a airport you enjoyed the most in your travels? That's a really good question. Um, nothing like the home airport, Vancouver's. A lot of people don't like Vancouver for favorite whatever. Functional airport. It yeah, it serves its purpose. Um, my favorite airport I've ever been to. Wow. Um, that's a really good question. Um. Can I tell you one of my favorite airports? Yeah, sure, shoot. Uh, I went to uh, I went I went through San Francisco on a layover, and oh, that was the most like, that was the most futuristic, white tiled, cool. Yeah, that would have been pretty sick, actually. Um, San Francisco, I don't I didn't mind. Okay, I have a few. Probably Dallas Fort Worth. It's one of them. Ooh. Dallas Fort Worth's pretty nice. They've got like six. Nice six terminals but they're like there's trains connected to it it's actually super sick i had like a five-hour layover there so i got to like ride along the whole thing it was pretty cool now did uh, you now did you land in dallas or fort worth i think it's actually um i think it's actually fort worth like i think it's actually no neither i think it's actually arlington the airport's in arlington or it's close oh you might be right actually yes because it's it's all, it's, it's, if you don't know, it's all one big metro, like the, the fucking Dallas-Fort Worth metro area is like insane. It's massive, yeah, and sprawling for, yeah, hours. Yes. Anyways, so, it's, yeah, it's it's all there, but that's, yeah, that's the airport, and it's, Dallas-Fort Worth's pretty nice. Um, where else have I been to? The airport in Cusco was kind of shit, but it was really cool because it was so high up. In where? Cusco in Peru. Oh, oh okay, yes. In Peru, yeah, because the airport was at 3,400 meters above sea level, which is pretty high. Yeah, that's like, well, okay, yeah. Yeah, pretty high up. So it was very cool. Um, going, it, The airport was not great because it's, you know, not well-traveled. But anyways, it, it was there. Um, there was another one I had in mind that was really cool. Um, Frankfurt. Oh, Frankfurt in, in Germany. When I flew into Germany, oh. That was quite something. That had like the the vintage, like you know, like the shutters, like mm. from the flight times and stuff. Mm-hmm. Massive board right in the right in the front of the departures, like sh- big shutter board. I thought that that was so. Co- I'd never seen it before. It was so cool. So because now when you like if you go to Vancouver, uh, you get all like you go when you're going when you're departing Vancouver, you got all the big yeah trees at the at the very like. But here's the thing, it's digital. In Frankfurt, it, 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 it's, all, it's all like the 
flutters and yeah it's it's dope it did it did you in vancouver it's shuddering like how you think of it yeah. like a movie or something in frankly okay exactly yeah it's like the classic right like you always tip you know like stereotype like the airport scene you see like that the airline yeah it's anyways it's super cool like the flight information and um yeah that was definitely probably frankfurt one of the best airports and it was connected to the uh like the train network which in i cannot express enough how travel in europe is far superior than it is in north america i know i i was gonna say not even just your i mean europe travel is really good um how pitiful north american yeah that's probably more of it is that europe's just good and north america is just awful just dog shit of travel like like even like bullet trains in fucking japan like imagine if we had some sort of content like obviously i know the like the rockies are tough to get over and build through and drill and whatever whatever but I mean, do you know how convenient it would be to be in fucking like Regina in an hour and a half because of a, you know. Yeah, a, a train that's going 300 kilometers an hour. Well, it'd probably be like like three or four hours, but point being that it would be a lot quicker than a two-day trip, yeah. Well, you don't have to deal with the bullshit of like airport. Like that was the thing that, was the thing that stood out to me was like train travel had just, and, and not that you need to you're just on a train but i mean like airport you have to go through the whole like system of like security and you have to check in an hour early and luggage and all that sort of stuff where like for japan it's like yeah you have to be at this like if you want to go to wherever you want to go the train leaves at 8 15. doesn't leave at 8 16 doesn't leave at 8 14. the train leaves at 8 15. if you're not on the platform at 8 15 you're fucked and you yeah, and, yeah, and that's the thing. Well, okay, there, I have a whole thing about trains. And when I was in Germany, that trains were always late. We had like a six-hour delay one time, but that's exception. Oh, some of the trains are terrible. It, whatever. Point point being, you're right. Like the train travel is very cool, and there's the the lack of hassle in terms of like checking in, going through security, going through customs if necessary. And it's yeah, it's it's a whole process. You're right, but. Did you Makes, again? I look. I love that shit. It's cool. It's a good time. You, I was gonna say, did you ever um, get scared by a, a, a speedy train going through the stage? Because so I, I'll tell this story. I was in um, uh, Hama, Hamamatsu, yep. which is because uh, one of the places I stayed was uh, 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 Shizuoka. Well, not where I stayed. Where one of the games, rugby games, was in Shizuoka. And because I was going to Toyota, which was further west, I stopped in Hamamatsu where my hotel was. And at the platform, yep. it's big, big stations, by the way, these are like trains yeah. are going like, imagine, yeah. full speed through. And I wasn't paying attention. I was looking at the screen or something and or I was doing whatever. I wasn't paying attention. And sure. a train went 300K absolutely roaring through the station and it gives you like a little whoosh like a little like you can hear it and you can like feel it a little bit and it's just like oh my god yeah <laughs> the 300 kilometer train it's like okay i'm fine i'm fine you're all good yeah hey fair enough that's uh yeah that's i i would especially if you've never experienced it before it'd be scary for sure have you had that well, probably when I was like five or six years old living in China. Um, yeah, because yeah, there was, you know, the, the train network there was quite good. And being in Shanghai, we went on the, uh, I think it was called the LRT, the, uh, T, 
TGV, maybe train Gran Vitesse. No, that wasn't yeah. but what anyway, something along like high speed train. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been part of it again. I was little, and you know, you just you watch out for it and you kind of expect it, you're aware of it, and um, yeah, I don't know. And then, uh, fortunately, we have uh, I don't know what the Canadian is it CP, I guess, is the Canadian version, or Amtrak is our version of high speed rail. Well, there's V out east in you know Quebec, Ontario, Quebec. Via, via rail. There's via rail. Yeah. Um, and then CN and CPR. There's the Rocky Mountaineer, which goes to Banff, obviously, um, through the Rocky Mountains and starts comes through Squamish as well. But um, yeah, it's um, yeah via rail is like the train network in eastern Canada. High speed. I don't know if it's high speed. It's I don't know if it's like super quick. Like the closest you would get is the. Whatever, uh, like this, obviously SkyTrain and the Expo line and all that in Vancouver, and then. Um, uh, and speaking of which, public transit just in Vancouver is dog shit for a city of over a million people. Like compared to like other places, like Japan, other places I've been. I mean, LA's public transit isn't that great either. Yeah. Seattle's kind of underwhelming as well, but that's it's more just a North American thing. Yeah, again, underdeveloped. Let, let's think about this. Europe's been, you know, traveled and been lived in for thousands of years, whereas North America, like, with the technology, in essence, again, there's the whole colonization conversation again, but it's been, you know, only a hundred, couple hundred years where there's been serious population growth, right? So. Yeah, and Montreal has been under construction that entire time. <laughs> yeah, every city uh, has in reality um this this movie's really starting to pick up here isn't it yeah there were in some they're shooting that oh they're in the uh the giant monster's mouth right yeah that's why it's moving yeah they were in like like auction masks and they got it harrison ford's like falling all over the place yeah okay there you go chewie's chewie's alive which is good we love chewie goat goat character in star wars i love chewie uh who's your favorite star wars character of, of all time? Oh, dude, that's a really tough question. Um, Can I just say, um, maybe not my favorite characters, but you know in the in the sequels, like Little Puffin Birds on the one island? Oh, yeah, in uh, the second, in on the island, the uh, Luke, on Luke Skywalker's island. Yes. Yeah. I would love to have those as a pet. Okay, yeah, hey, I think a lot of people would, would those, agree with you there. Those are really cute little birds. I like those birds. Uh, I would say prop for me probably i don't know ray's a pretty boss woman right there but obi-wan kenobi is probably like of all time like probably obi-wan kenobi that's that's a good answer i like that answer i think obi-wan's gotta be up there yeah ray's pretty awesome too um yeah she's pretty sick i was a big mace windu guy like for a while because in you guys you remember lego star wars like the the wii game so in that game he was obviously the guy with the purple lightsaber but he was like actually pretty boss in the game too we uh we had that for GameCube. Oh, right on! That's sick. That actually is so um, sick. Yeah, no. The, one again, one of my favorite parts in the prequels was like, was it? We uh, we rank you, uh, uh, or we recognize you as a member of council, but we do not grant you the status as a council member to fucking uh, uh, uh was it Anakin? And, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and it's just like. How can they not recognize me as a counselor? Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, man. You do you're doing some sketchy <laughs> things. 
<laughs> you're doing some weird stuff. It's like, but I am the chosen one. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, maybe just stop flirting with the Republic a little bit. And yeah, for sure. You can, uh, you can, uh, you know. I also thought when I was younger, I also thought um, General Grievous was so sick because he had the four lightsabers. Like when I was like yeah. eight or nine years old, I thought, man, this this guy absolutely like ripped. Kind of badass, just like yeah, pretty badass, yeah. Like he's basically got, he's like a bionic man with like a cape, four four arms, four lightsabers. I just have this this image. Like remember when he's like spinning his arms so fast and like creating like the yeah. I remember that scene's pretty like iconic. A term, like a turbine almost. Yeah, almost. And he's like, get, it's him him versus Obi Wan, and Obi Wan obviously kicked his ass. So to no one's surprise, Obi Wan's a goat, but. That's a good answer. I like that answer. No. Um, what you? Who's your favorite character? Oh. That's a tough question. You know, Obi-Wan's a good answer. Um, He's also in a lot of the movies, too, which helps. He's Yoda? In, okay, Yoda's come on. Yoda, Yoda, Yoda is the goat. Yoda is goat. Um... Hmm. I'm trying to think of like an outside the box person. Yeah. Really Someone you wouldn't think of. Qui Gon Jinn, anyone? <laughs> Liam Neeson? Ooh. That's, <laughs> that's a soul. Um, he was in half a movie, though. I, I, I can't remember. Uh, fuck. I can't remember what his n- actual name is. Describe him. Describe well, uh, the old Obi Wan in in the in the prequels. Oh, that was um, Ewan McGregor. Yes, I I I liked his character. He played his character very well. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he did a good job. Um, really fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody that I really. There's no one that I really. I mean, I. What's the new? Who's the new Han Solo? Or like the guy that they're trying to get to be Han Solo in the fucking well new movie. That's sort of a complicated answer because Han Solo is there for like an episode, and then he, he obviously gets get killed in seven in um, Force Awakens by his own son. By his own son, uh, Kylo Ren actually is a really like he played his role very well. Adam Driver is a very good actor. Very good driver, but I'm thinking of like the guy who they're trying Finn. to get. It was Finn. It was the stormtrooper that turned. Was it not, him? Not him. The other one. Basically, the uh, the uh, uh, oh fuck, with the with the uh, uh, BB one or whatever the oh um, Poe Dameron. He's the he's the X wing pilot. He's not a Han Solo. They're trying to make him to be the Han Solo, though, aren't they? Well, no, but he's anyways. Yeah, he he's the elite X wing pilot That's who actually take. Yes. he's actually yeah. Sorry, he's one of my favorite characters too. Yeah, I like him. I like him. Yeah, he's a beauty, actually. And bb 8s a goat character. Actually, hey, this should be one of our polls. bb 8 or R2-D2? Um, oh, R2-D2. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, actually, we should do... We should have done our March Madness Star Wars character brackets, because who's the worst character all time? <laughs> if it's not Jar Jar Binks, I don't know who... who Jabba the Hunt has some... Uh, yeah, yeah there, there's some, there's there's an argument to be had there. I'd say Jar Jar Binks is the worst. Jar Jar is probably the the all around worst. Like you, you take the worst character from the worst movie, and Phantom Menace is the worst movie of all nine. 
Yeah, that is that's such hands down. You can't, you cannot. There's no arguing that. Um, maybe Attack of the Clones. There's a place for it, but still, Phantom Menace is worse. Yeah, I made I made a uh, I made a, a joke today with somebody that my dad wanted me to um, record whatever races there were this week. Okay. And there's no races because they're Easter. But he, but he doesn't know that. But he's also gonna be really disappointed when I when he when I found out, when he finds out that I also recorded Phantom Menace, which was being played earlier on a different a different yeah. network. <laughs> oh boy, he will not be happy. That's for sure. Zach could be thrilled when he sees that. Yeah. Um, I think we should wrap it up. It's after one a.m. Yeah. It's it's bedtime. I got a big bike ride tomorrow, and I got to do some cooking for. Uh, some stuff tomorrow so where you bike in lake country probably for Kelowna people up to knox mountain and back but we'll see what happens we'll see how i feel tomorrow where is knox you know where downtown is yes it's the down it's the mountain right straight north directly north i cannot believe you've never heard of knox mountain park you've been in Kelowna hundreds of times well, what do you mean by north like towards vernon you know where vernon is well, yeah, but I mean, like, like Big White? No, that's East. So it's the mountain. I don't, not the it, mountain that your school is on. No, 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 no. It's further south from that. Basically, you're, you're in downtown Kelowna. I should, I'll show you in a map later, but basically you're in downtown I Kelowna. I can't believe I'm blanking on this. I cannot believe you're blanking. Yeah, you're a so-called geography expert, yet you're blanking. Oh, oh, hold, hold <laughs> on there. Now, don't you, don't you be spreading false lies that I am not a, a geography nerd, okay? You are. I didn't say you're not. I'm just saying that you are a so-called one, yet you seem to be blanking here. This is why I'm surprised. That's, that's all. SYP only lands. I name my favorite places. <laughs> Who says no? <laughs> yeah, I say no. Sorry, that just that's not gonna fly. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. If you well, want to do it, OnlyFans, doing OnlyFans, don't like, don't only lands this shit. Like, would you subscribe to my OnlyFans slash OnlyLands? I don't know. I again, that's you're not saying no. I'm not saying no right now, but I'm not saying yes either. So it's a, it's a game time decision. How about that? We'll leave it at that. Uh, we're going to end this podcast here because we've been recording for over four hours. Um, well, we've been chatting for over four hours. We've been recording for what, two? Maybe an hour and a bit. Hour and a bit. Uh, final hot takes, takeaways, thoughts, anything else that you want to get off your chest, your beautiful chiseled chest before <laughs> Man, you're too kind. Come on. You're, you're too nice. Um, you're, you, dude, bro, you're cut, man. You get those. Um, hot take. Since we've talked a lot about Star Wars, being that it's been like a background and a consensus of this podcast. It's basically um, any segue that I needed to uh, carry me over to the next topic I have, but yeah. Yeah, hey, hey it worked well. Um, hot take, Force Awakens is the best of all nine Star Wars, or I guess 11. Star Wars movies. Well, way to get us canceled. Now you're, <laughs> you're gonna get shit for that. <laughs> Maybe I should say it's the best of the um like the new trilogy. 
Um, yeah, that 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 might be a little bit more. Uh, that I actually believe that's not a hot take. I think it's actually a fact. But all right, well, uh, what's, what's your give us your hot? That's, take. I think that's actually more egregious. I mean, I like the sequels. I think they're they're good. I I don't know if they're better than any of the old ones, but the okay, you're right. That, the classics, the classics. Anyway, what's your that, hot? That might be more egregious than my candy corn take. By the way, no, there's no way. I think so. We have to, we no have to, we'll do that as a poll. Like, what's more egregious, enjoying candy corn or saying fucking Force Awakens? Force Awakens is better than the than the uh, original trilogy. Yes. Fuck yeah, I might get some shit for that one. We're all gonna get shit for this podcast. Holy. <laughs> um, but hey, that's the fun part is people can make fun of us and we're okay with it. Like, bring it on. Um. Do I have any final takes? Hot? Yeah, you do. You have so many hot takes. I mean, I don't know. You've said a few hot takes already on the pod, but give us another one. I, so, I, I mean, I'm trying to think. I don't know why, but I feel like one time Rav and I did a podcast and I did a hot take on the now known Washington football team. Uh, and every time my mind, just for whatever reason, keeps going back to the Washington football team for, for no good reason. Okay. Um, I don't want to talk about the Washington football team. It's not really football season, so it's hard to, uh, yeah. Shouldn't, shouldn't be talking about uh, football. Um, do you know, <sighs> man, uh, you First of all, you got a really good shirt on. I should have mentioned yeah. when we got on. Um, oh, what's, your, what's your stick that you have, by the way? Tell the viewers what your stick is. My stick that I'm holding right now? Yeah. Uh, right now I'm holding a CCM Ripcord Pro 3. It's a uh, good quality stick. It's not top end, but it's the pro, essentially the pro version of a Ripcord Trigger 3, which is what Nathan McKinnon actively uses. Um, good stick. Ovechkin curve, P88. A lot of people don't use that curve. Because I get a lot of shit for that from my boss, but you know what? That's okay. It's my stick. I'm loyal, I'm loyal to it. So, yeah, it's a good twig. 87 flex. Not a big deal. Um, yeah. Ian, you've got a Mako in your hand. I can tell. And, and, and my hot take is that this Mako is better than your stick. That's cap, but... And, and it's a hot this, take. This is... Um, Caution, do not apply heat. I don't think that applies to this. I don't know. The, the time you scored two goals, your stick was pretty hot that time. Um, I scored a hard. hat trick one time. You had a hat trick. I did. Have I not told you that story? I had in, a, in an exhibition game, a squamish versus squamish game, I had a hat trick. Oh, exhibition. Okay. It wasn't in wasn't in a regular season game. Not stuff. in a regular season game. It was an exhibition game. And then I got in shit for uh, for celebrating because I I held up a three to the opponents who were talking shit to me, <laughs> like before the game. Like, um, awesome. I think who was on like the opposing? I think Nolan Rodkowski was on the opposing team. Okay. Nolan and I are like really good friends now. Yeah, um, good guy. Will 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 Boyer. Um, I think who else was on the opposing team? But basically, like they talked like so much shit and during school about like all like how we're gonna beat you and yada 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 i'm like okay sure so that was like I, great that was like grade seven yeah one didn't go to school that's will will did though 
Nolan wasn't at, at Garibaldi Highlands. I feel like you're right, but I remember I remember he, anyway. he was at least on the opposing team. Sure. Okay. Um, Will Boyer. And yeah, they were saying like we're gonna beat you, we're gonna kick your ass, and you're not even you're not gonna be close. And then I I scored um a hat trick. Okay. I had three goals and I pointed three at the opposing bench after I scored my third goal. And I don't know who was refing the game. It might have been Coop, but I don't think it was. I think it was somebody else. Um, If it was a regular season game, they would have given me the unsportsmanlike like two minutes, but because it was an exhibition game, he was going to let this one slide. Yeah, valid. And we won 5-3. There you go. So you can do it. (laughs) So I got to to score a hat trick. I got to taunt my friends, and I didn't get a penalty. Uh, I don't think it was with the make, though. But it was it was still one of my uh, good memories from uh, from from my team. hockey. That was my hockey. Yeah, I have a good story about your brother. Actually, I will quickly tell us. I'm sure you know it. Oh, you if you want to, you tell. I I went. Yeah. You quick, go. Quick, quick last story before we wrap this up. Um, so Ian's brother Neil. You guys obviously people know Neil. Um, you know Neil more than me, probably. I love. They, anyways, I love Neil. Neil is like a brother to me at this point, being that he's one of my best friends and. Um, so Neil was in, in a turn. This is his, I think he was midget, might have been second or third year. I'm not sure. It might have been, anyways, whatever year it was. Um, I was refing that game for some reason. I was not playing on his team, I was somewhere else. Um, I was refing it with, I forget who it was, but anyways, not, not, not a part of the story. So, um, in the game, Neil really didn't want to win. He was one of the better players on this team, probably the best defenseman on the team. Um, and he really didn't want to win the game because if that te- if they had won the game, they'd have to play at 7 a.m. the next morning. And it was the tournament. It was one of the tournaments, and Neil yeah. is not a morning person by no. any sense of means, and he will agree with me to like the grave. He'll he'll say that with without a doubt. So his idea, his thought process, instead of him just like turning the puck over and you know giving up goals, giving passes to the other team, his idea was to get kicked out instead. So he was doing everything he could to get kicked out. I think he, he, I'm not sure what he did. He, I think he tried to like hit someone really hard. You don't so think he, he ever like suckered a guy or anything? No, no, no. But he was like taking penalties and trying, you know. Doing, doing like borderline dumb shit to see yeah, how anyway, so he could go. He took a penalty some early in the game and then he got out of the box. He's like, okay, not, so that didn't work. So let me try something else. So, he goes, he's not happy with um, the early whistle. I think I, or it was an early whistle. I, get, I lost side of the puck. And he said, like, like I think it was a long, I'm not going to repeat it, but it was along the lines of, like, F you, Scotty, go, go, like, F your girlfriend or something, something like that. And that, that right there got him a 10-minute misconduct. Just, again, it's, you know, just – 10 minutes, sit, go sit in the box for 10 minutes, go think about what you said and come back out and finish the game. So on his way, on his way, we escort him to the box. Okay. We're like, okay. You know what? Like you can't say that to a referee. So go sit for 10 and we'll figure it out later. And then as he's going to step in the box, he turns around, grabs my um, referee, grabs my visor, like throws my helmet down, tries to like knock me off balance. My call, my ref and colleague at the time, he sees that he's like, he goes, boom, which that's uh, viewers like the little like against the hips symbol. That's like another ten minute. So he got another misconduct. So two ten minute misconduct equals a game ejection. So 
we as referees didn't have to do paperwork, but he would be kicked out of the game. So it was ultimately ultimately a win-win. Didn't have to do any paperwork. Um, yeah. So that was yeah. That was your brother um, verbally abusing one of his good friends at the time. Still, were, I still am good friends with Neil. Verbally abusing and attacking a referee in a minor hockey game and getting kicked out for it, just in, so we wouldn't play at seven a.m. In an effort not to play a morning game. Yeah. Do you much. know the story? I think. Yeah. One story anyways, about um, us playing uh, Sunshine Coast. I've heard a few, but okay. The one that stands out to mind is fucking toughest place to play was Sunshine Coast because those were the dirtiest guys for me. Probably in house, yeah. Probably in house yeah. because, I mean, by the time the third period came around, fucking hated it. Those guys sure. were mean and I had enough and it was an early ferry ride to get there and food. Yeah get on the ferry uh, for anyone that hasn't played sunshine coast it's a full trip it's a full day you're yeah. playing one game and it's a full like you're leaving at 7 8 a.m in the morning you're getting home at five or six or like late i think it was earlier if i remember if we had to catch the right ferry and then get to anyway it was yeah it's a grind sure and there, was, there was one game we had to play sunshine coast if you know who me as a junior hockey like minor hockey player I was the guy who was always standing in front of the net. I was causing havoc. The Thomas Holmstrom type that Scott has mentioned before, like the guy who's just causing shit in front of the net. Oh, yeah. You were a pro. And, and after one whistle, uh, I got cross-checked into the back, I think, into the net. Ooh. And my brother, who was playing on my team at the time, did not like that and <laughs> started a bit of a tussle with one of the Sunshine Coast kids. Classic. And I think they, I don't know if they got five for fighting because obviously it's minor hockey, so you can't fight. Yeah. But there is definitely like a something involving at at the Pee Wee level involving uh, my brother standing up for me, uh, getting cross checked from behind against Sunshine Coast. Um, Fuck, I hate Sunshine Coast playing against them. Those guys are mean. Co- the coach, I think. I think we played with Liam Hudson too. Yeah. And Liam Hudson like said that yeah. that their coach said that uh, they wanted to kill him or something. That's yeah. Twelve. I could see twelve year old kids doing saying that to a, a good player on a good. The coach was saying that apparently. That's what Liam said. It's that the coach said that. Wow. Huh. Um. Also speaking of this is my this is the last story. I'm just gonna end this here. Um, yep. sp- speaking of, of taunting and scoring, uh, we played, I think it was North Van one time. We think we went to Karen Magnuson Arena, North Van. Yep. Oh, Karen. Um, and we had to play a North Van team. And I remember uh, the opposing coach was giving shit to the refs for making bad calls and like why would you give them a, a power player why aren't you calling it even like why are we doing for anyway it's not the point sure. and so i i yelled I, I i said to the fucking north van coach i'm like dude just shut up like just play the game just shut yeah. up and then the coach got mad at me for yelling at him like this dude's yelling at me okay you just shut up and <laughs> And I kid you not, I was going on, as I was going on the ice, I was saying that. Yeah. 
I kid you not, on that same shift I scored. No way. It wasn't as cool as me scoring the hat trick and playing the three, but it was still a funny moment where I scored. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Put him in his place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, again, Scott's back. Uh, May? Question mark. Early May question mark, yeah. Early May question mark. Uh, we'll be back uh, April 13th uh, for our full pod with uh, Jevin from Left Side Heavy. Uh, Scott, thank you very much for taking the time to do this and chatting with me for over four fucking hours. Jesus Christ. Yeah, worth uh, it. We're good. Got some stuff and, done. And uh, we'll be back again soon. Make sure to follow the brand. Listen, subscribe to us wherever you find us. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know the drill. Do the shit that you need to do as consumers, and we'll do our part. Have a great night. Enjoy the rest of the other episode. We only had one other episode for this, didn't we? Yeah. Um, enjoy that. Peace out.